The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Hello there, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's finest program of Positive Book Talk. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are so happy to be with you every week, being your success coaches, your personal growth coaches, your empowerment coaches. So get ready to pump your energy because we have a fabulous program for you today, beginning with the great wine debate in Health Matters followed by some nature and nurture in segment two as we go down the garden path. And finally, what all midlifers need to know, Roy Richards, author and speaker, will join us with his book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and he's going to help us all begin our life anew. The miracle moment for today is do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there's no path and leave a trail. Guess who? That's Ralph Waldo Emerson, one of my favorite, favorite writers. And isn't that true? We all have to be trailblazers. That's what I think about the people that are here on um, on Starstyle, Be the Star You Are. I think that we bring the trailblazers, the pioneers on the planet, the people who are really making a difference and care to all of us. So we do want to remind our listeners uh, to tune in to our teen radio program every Tuesday at noon Pacific on the Voice America Kids Network, which is our sister network. And the show is Express Yourself. It's a global hour of adolescent fusion with voices and wisdom from teens, experts, and celebrities. You can also visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for photos, links, descriptions, and the website um, uh, for creative talent, if you want to upload your essays and art and all of that, go to btsya.com. And also soon we're going to be announcing the 8th Annual National Essay Competition winners. I know you are all very uh, anxious about this because I'm getting lots of emails. So hold tight. The awards will be announced soon, live, on the air, and you will meet the winners who wrote these essays. So, uh, for years, doctors and scientists have been making claims about the health benefits of wine. 
The University of Connecticut has notified 11 scientific journals that research on the potential health benefits of red wine, led by one of its faculty members, appears to have contained some mm, boo falsified and fabricated data. <laughs> oh, boo. So Heather Brittany, our resident health professional, is going to bring us up to speed on the full body data of wine consumption. And Heather, I love my glass of vino, and I sure hope it's still good for me. What do they say now? I don't know. I mean, it still is. I mean, the issue of wine and the health benefits, it it really is just a topic um, for discussion and research. And really, when it comes to the bottom line, when I first read that article, and I, I had the same thing of I was holding my glass of red wine in horror saying no, because we all love that cough out when someone say, you know, that, you, that you're able to say, oh, I, I drink red wine, uh, you know, or I just drink wine for the health benefits, of course, of course. I guess um, that's and, like and, saying, Heather, I guess that's like saying that, that guys read Playboy just for the articles. Just for the articles, just for the articles, just for the articles. Um, and, and really when it comes down to it is um, the moderate versus heavy consumption. However, moderate is nearly a tease to a lot of I mean, it, it, there's, there's been uh, years and years um, in ancient history of the benefits of wine. And a long time ago, actually, in in um, uh, in the Greeks and in ancient Egypt, even too, is the the water was so um, dirty and and I had so many parasites that they used alcohol as to basically purify the water, um, as well as before you know modern um, medicines and technology were advances, they used it for numbing things. They even had recommended during childbirth to more um, you know, to loosen up a woman during birth. And well, actually, of- and in prohibition during the prohibition years, wine was only made in this country for medicinal and sacramental purposes. So they only would say that it was good as a medicine or as like holy water. Yeah, I think and of it as holy you, water. And and you know very much so of growing up as a grower's daughter is as it's really a phenomenal now here in America. Is there was definitely a time. Um, within the last hundred years, that wine was not wine. It, that the growers made more money selling grapes as table grapes to eat than than wine. And you know, over over time, eventually, you know, thanks to certain people, it got the 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 fancy, the awe about it, and wine becomes so popular. And you know, there's this mystique about it, and and something that just in the last 20 years to really rent it back up is um, the, the whole thing about the French paradox. And in 1991, 60 Minutes um, aired this uh, you know, television article talking about how moderate wine drinkers all the, this health benefits. And as we know, um, health in France, being the, the sort of the French paradox of how do these, this culture, this culture that um, loves wine and loves cheese and just loves, are so thin and so healthy. And as me and to know is that you know that they uh, walk everywhere. There's so much more physical activity and all these and the moderate consumption that they sit and eat. They take two hours off a day, you know, to do these things. Um, but there really is. Excuse me. There really is. There truly is health benefits as well as the risk. And that's what I want to get back to is this whole 
moderate versus um, heavy drinkers. And being in the health industry is with us, with our patients, especially in female uh, patients, when we, we're doing their social history, we have to address, you know, drugs, alcohol. And many people would not consider themselves a heavy drinker. And, and, and truly, in my personal opinion, it doesn't appear to that, but it's due to the FDA standards of one joint, one five ounce, five fluid ounce, um, a glass of wine is considered, um, you know, enough for a woman. Is that that's considered moderate? Two glasses per day would be for a man. If a woman is to have uh, more than two glasses or two three glasses of wine, that's considered a heavy drinker. <laughs> and the, the you know the funny thing. How is many more than two glasses? More than two. Yeah. Glasses so so one? what's con- so doctors just define moderate consumption in um, according to U.S. standards is five U.S. fluid. You know, because Europe they do different kilograms, all that kind of stuff. But five U.S. fluid ounces. So that that'd be a hundred fifty milliliters. A uh, glass of wine per day for women. So one, so five ounces of wine uh, for a woman per day, and two glasses. So ten, ten uh, fluid ounces for men would be considered moderate consumption. However, you know, if a woman um, is to have three glasses, that is considered a heavy drinker. And though you know they find many you know the antioxidants, many of these health benefits, um, it. Seems that research has shown, for whatever reason, that when you go from taking this one glass um, to three, um, it really it becomes a negative. I guess it's, it's sort of things we always express. The key is moderation. That um, you know, having wine or tea. There's so many things that can be good for you in in small bits. Um, and again, you know that there's these antioxidants. Um, that are that are in wine and grapes, and it, you see these things now are being grinded up into uh, you know, skin lotions and potions for people. Um, this it's this thing called uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, and I apologize. Uh, rest restivervol, I believe it is. It's an, it's an anti, antioxidant. Yeah, you've got it. But, it's an antioxidant, right? You've got um, it. Right. Exactly, and as we all know, antioxidants, anti-aging, they're good. Um, that helps us with cell growth. It helps us with things. Um, but wine, and as do all alcohols, but again, the wine has positive things as well as negative. And just for example, you know, bones. With women, um, osteoporosis is such a key thing. There's so many things that we don't realize um, are affecting our bone health. And after they say at about age 30, um, our bones really start to deteriorate. And I know with all of our patients, we encourage them 500 milligrams a day. Take a caltrate, one of these little chocolate chews to help um, prevent bone loss, it increase your know, bone density. And, you know, they say that heavy, heavy alcohol drinkers, as in those, those people that have three glasses of wine, um, can show, has shown to damage the effects of the cellular process um, that creates bone tissue. And, and sort of the funny thing with me, but at the same time, the counteract with it is the consuming, um, you know, consuming three glasses or more day reduces bone, this French paradox study shows that moderate drinking, one glass per day, um, actually can increase bone density. So it, it's funny. You would think, okay, if one glass helps me. Well, why wouldn't three help me? And um, and then, you know, sort of you know, the, the whole system of, of the body. It's the same thing, you know, cardiovascular studies have shown that the heavier drinkers are at higher risk for heart disease, 
um, you know, car, uh, cardiovascular-wise, and that's just why, you know, alcoholism is this smart thing, you know, affecting the liver, diabetes. Um, again, research shows that heavy alcohol, especially busy alcohol sugars, can affect that. And that's something, too, when it affects weight management. Of, they say that you can, while consuming, consuming wine with a meal minimizes um, any of the negative effects because it's just complementing the palate. It's assisting, actually, in the, the digestive process with the food. However, I mean, many, and I know women out there have definitely experienced this, when you drink on an empty stomach, sometimes, um, again, another paradox, and that's just here in America, I think a lot of women, um, you know, counting calories, counting points, whatever it may be, is alcohol, whether it's wine, beer, anything like that, does have empty calories, um, same as we speak of with juices and sodas, that it's, it's a liquid that has no nutritional substance in it, it's just going to get flushed out, and it's empty calories. And a lot of times people think, you know, oh, I'm going out, I'm going to, you know, save my calories so I can drink my calories, you know, so I can, and what happens when, you're, when you eat in alcohol or when you drink alcohol substances on an empty stomach, it triggers in your body, it creates a hunger effect because there isn't anything else um, absorbing it, it actually um, stimulates your appetite um, and it makes you, you know, on an empty stomach, it makes you feel more hunger and it makes you feel that in order to um, sort of water down this, you know, this, this feeling and it, that that's why when people seem to be intoxicated, they want to go to you know, get Mexican, highly greasy, you know, really unhealthy choices um, because your body is starving. It goes into that starvation mode. Um, so when that's, you know, an interesting when you complement you know, and why when you do the pairings and you do the complement things is not only you're really getting the full flavor of it, but you're going to get the benefit. You're not going to be drinking more or eating more because you're taking time, you know, to enjoy it. Yeah, and you're savoring it. And that's the whole key with wine is to, you know, is to real, it's not, it's not a drink like water that you just gulp, gulp, gulp. You're supposed yeah. to sip it. No, and, sip and, it and enjoy it. That was, the whole thing, I mean, I was I was really bummed when I first read the article saying that, and really what it gets back to is there there are so many benefits of red wine, of, you know, of um, the antioxidants, uh, but again, it's the moderation, and that just goes with everything in life of olive oil, butter, sunlight, you know, anything is, every, there are so many things out there that are so good for our body. Well, Heather, you know... It's um, there's, yeah. <laughs> it's Is it time for us to wrap up already? No, not not quite yet. We don't have to wrap up quite uh, yet. But what I was going to say is that it's like everything in life, as you were beginning to say, is that everything in moderation is what is important. So for everyone out there, keep drinking your wine, <laughs> and but just do it moderately. You know, you don't want to go on these these binges. But I wouldn't be able to uh, to cook if I couldn't cook with wine and garlic. I mean, that's that, something I do all the time, and I. Think I think having a glass of wine is, you know, is it's. I always just look at it as food for my soul as and well as my spirit. Know, so I enjoy that. Well, it's so funny you talking about cooking with wine and a totally non-related what happened this morning. I was at the gym and I, you know I don't subscribe to any magazine, so uh, my boyfriend has all these cooking magazines. So I just grabbed you know some cooking magazine to read at the gym while I'm working out. 
and there's this article talking about um, cooking with wine, and it said wine and dine, and it was saying how, you know, people, they're afraid when they're cooking with it, and it was showing really how when you're cooking with wine, all the alcohol, the, the actual alcohol content is burned out of it, so it's just flavor. That's why it, it becomes more of a reduction. If you've ever made these things, you're just sort of left with a flavor. But it's, it's, That's exactly right, and that's why everybody... There's no really alcohol left. No, no, there's it. no alcohol um, left. Well, you know, we're almost out of time here, so there was just one thing I wanted to get to because we had talked about this yesterday, and although it doesn't relate to wine, it does relate to health and women's reproductive health and also women's rights. And I just thought that I would read this out. This was a letter that was sent uh, for, to Planned Parenthood and for for all women and for people who believe that women have a choice and uh, and are important. I thought it, this was important. So do you mind if I just read this quickly before we wrap oh, up, Heather? You, uh, you know how much Planned Parenthood uh, means to me and all, right. uh, all, all the wives are running and take it well, away. This letter is for all the anti-choice, anti-women people who are out there. Just listen up. You can spend every minute of every day trying to force the rest of us to live by your ideology. You can go after federal funds for health care. You can pressure private organizations like the Susan G. Komen for the Cure Foundation to stop funding breast cancer screenings for poor women. You can try to make it impossible for those people to get birth control. But you know what you can't do? You can't win. You can't break us. Planned Parenthood isn't just a family of organizations. It's a movement. It's women and men of all ages who believe that health care, including reproductive health care, is a basic human right. We are millions strong. We are everywhere. We act. We give. We do whatever it takes to make sure that there is a Planned Parenthood there for men, women, and teens who rely on them. Know this. When you go after Planned Parenthood and the people they serve, you go after us. We stand with Planned Parenthood. We stand with them against anyone who wants to stop women from receiving the health care they need. We stand with them today, tomorrow, and for as long as we need to. And that's just a message from Heather and I. <laughs> and yeah. all the and, and, and something to tie into that, if people aren't aware, is that the, found, the fantastic um, organization, the, the Susie, Susan G. Komen uh, Foundation, that, that does so much for breast cancer research, uh, for many years was paired with Planned Parenthood, that Planned Parenthood offered uh, no-cost to low-cost breast cancer screenings to save lives. And um, recently, due to um, political pressure, uh, Susan G. revoked their partnership with Planned Parenthood um, because of the affiliation with it. And this just puts so many women who, in other circumstances, cannot pay for um, these screenings and this care. Um, right. So know, the puts people who are so, so the people who are against this they think that they're being anti-abortion but really they're being anti-women and just know that the services that Planned Parenthood do are only what is it, less than 3% of what they do is preventative including yeah, 97 cervical, is, testicular and breast cancer screening right. so less than 3% is termination so whether you believe or don't believe in um, in termination the, the important thing is to believe in women's health, and 97% of that is for women's health. So thank you for listening to us. We are really, really adamant 
uh, for women's reproductive health as well as men's health, and uh, especially for teens. So, Heather, uh, we just wanted to get that out there. Thank you. And well, give out the websites because we have to go to break. Most definitely. We want you to go to beautystarur.com as well as beautystarur.com. Org. And speaking of teens, I am very excited to announce to all of our listeners that next week I'm going to be chiming in on our tea segment um, for World Talk Radio. So listen up, everyone. I can't wait to talk to you all then. Right. Heather's going to be the special guest uh, for two full segments on Express Yourself Teen Radio. She will be talking about teen sexuality, and that will be coming up. I think that's going to be airing on okay, the next Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be airing on the 21st of February at noon, and we will give you uh, lots of uh, information about that. So when we return from break, we are going to take a walk down the garden path for some nurture and some nature. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And Heather, good luck with you to you with all your unpacking. I will be right back with all of you. Stay with us. The star you are, be the star you are. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to look and feel your best? Oh, rush, 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 rush. It seems to be the order of our fast-paced culture. But in order to be successful in business and in life, we have to be healthy. And we have to feel like actually working. So here are a couple of tips to help you face your work life with vigor and enthusiasm. Take a mental relaxation break. By taking a brisk walk outside, preferably will you'll get a great view of nature. Halfway your life by renting a humorous video. Enjoy a siesta instead of a heavy lunch. Try eating a delicious tropical fruit and then go dancing on Saturday night. Have your teeth cleaned and get a therapeutic massage. Learn to love water. Have a cup of tea with honey and lemon. Control your anger and stop procrastinating. Every tiny thing you do for yourself will improve your overall outlook on life. Look on the bright side, even on those cloudy days, because a positive attitude lowers anxiety and increases your overall health. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. We offer coaching services. Contact us at starsuctions.com or email Cynthia at star-style.com. Be the star you are. Light up the burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org all donations are tax deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you
Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you so much for staying with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are, where the world comes to talk and to listen. And happy Groundhog Day to you. Groundhog Day and its traditions are said to come from Europe. It's dating back to a time when people really closely watch the comings and goings of animals for signs of the future. And Groundhog legend has it that if a groundhog sees his shadow on Groundhog Day, which is February 2nd, the winter weather is going to drag on for another six weeks. And if no shadow appears, an early spring is on the way. So can groundhogs really predict what Mother Nature has in store? Well, according to the U.S. National Climatic Data Center, the answer is no. It really isn't a bright idea to take a measure such as a groundhog, a groundhog shadow and use it as a predictive meteorological tool for the entire United States. This is according to the website at the U.S. National Climatic Data Center. And the service went all the way back to 1988. It compared the uh, fill the groundhog's predictions with actual weather temperatures, and it was determined that there was no correlation. There was no predictive skill for the groundhog during the most recent years of this analysis, which is, what, 20-something years, about 22 years, 24 years, according to the center. But you know what? Never remind whether the groundhog saw his shadow or not. Winter lasts until March 21st. And even though it's been spring-like here in California since early January, perhaps we're not going to have any real winter at all, which isn't so great for gardeners or for skiers, but the bottom line is is winter goes from December 21st to March 21st, whether it's spring-like or not. I know here in my garden, my daffodils began blooming on January 6th, which is really, really early, and the jonquils have been at their peak for quite a while. They actually started blooming in November, so spring is definitely just around the corner. And what can we do while we are figuring out whether that groundhog is right or wrong? 
Well, while many people are swishing down slopes somewhere where there's snow or they're basking on balmy beaches like, you know, Hawaii or Mexico or the Caribbean or Tahiti, gardeners are forecasting future flowering. Now, we peruse seed catalogs. We are hunting for those very special heirlooms and old-fashioned favorites while we're dreaming of trips to nurseries to fill our flourishing spring grounds. And although I do admit to thoroughly enjoying the surf and the snow whenever and wherever I travel, I always make it a point to wander through public gardens as well as any private ones that are going to offer me an invitation. And with a camera and a notebook in hand, I have an exhilarating field day as I discover unusual displays, exotic rarities, and humorous descriptions. I mean, how can you top witnessing tree bark that looks just like the top of a tortoise shell or shrieking at the sight of what looks like a snake slithering through a tropical forest, but it's really just a snake plant that looks kind of like a rope. So my my photo folder has more shots of flora than of people. And while rambling through the greenery, I am always fantasizing about borrowing some of these ideas that I see and, and, and recreating them in my own garden or those of clients. Now, this year, I have been uh, dedicating my column, Digging Deep Gardening with Cynthia Bryan, for the readers to get up and to get out and get moving. So if the weather is dreary, whether it's dreary or not, how about in February combining nature with nurture and visiting a botanical garden? So if you're planning a winter getaway, you might include a side trip to a flower show or a regional garden as part of your itinerary. And if you're just staying at home, there are dozens and dozens of delightful public gardens, conservatories, arboretums, and plant destinations that await your exploration. And they really provide a relaxing day trip for you. I mean, there's everything from tropical paradise to dry oases, and I did dig up a really delightful display of playgrounds uh, that are in the vicinity of Northern California, which I shared in my new in my new column. But you can find them literally all over the country and all over the world. And if you want, you can just go online and find it. Many have activities for children. Most have gift shops or nurseries where you can purchase some rare specialty species. Some venues charge a nominal fee. Other ones are free. And all of them will inspire and ignite your love of Mother Nature while entertaining and informing you. So I really suggest that you grab your loved ones, grab hat, gloves, camera, picnic, sketchbook, and go and enjoy the splendor of distinctive backyards with fresh eyes. And um, if you do read my Digging Deep Gardening with Cynthia Bryan column in the La Marinda paper, uh, today you will see all these great botanical gardens that I have listed that are fairly within a couple hours' reach right here in Northern California. Now, I failed to mention a spectacular place that's literally in my own neighborhood, and therefore I want to give it a plug here on the international airwaves with my sincere apologies for the oversight. And this, are, this is the beautiful gardens at Heather Farm, and it, is, um, it embraces a rolling hillside in Walnut Creek's Ignacio Valley. It resides on six acres that adjoins the city park and the wildlife sanctuary, and there's just gorgeous views of the majestic Mount Diablo that overlooks the park's lagoon. And on the, in the park, you know, there are ducks and geese and other waterfowl. And this is a, um, a nonprofit um, garden, 
And the mission is to educate and inspire the community about sustainable gardening and stewardship while practicing and preserving and protecting the environment. And they're a certified wildlife habitat, and it's also a certified green business uh, displaying plants for the Mediterranean climate that is up here. And there are all kinds of programs, educational programs for youth, adults, and even persons with disability, and it's uh, all done with volunteers with over 6,000 hours of volunteer service um, every year. And hopefully I'm going to be a speaker there in their speaker series coming up, so you want to watch for that. This is the Gardens at Heather Farm. They're located at 1540 March Banks Drive in Walnut Creek. Go to gardenshf.org, and it's open year-round, as I said, and it is so how great is that? Now, about natural attractions, there's a lot that you can do in your garden um, this month. I mean, if you, I love this uh, quote that says, I've had enough of gardening. I'm just about ready to throw in the trowel. <laughs> well, if you think you are done with garden chores, I mean, you better think again. I mean, it might be winter, but besides perusing those seed catalogs and reading home improvement magazines, pruning takes center stage this month in the to-do list. In fact, just uh, this morning I was out pruning roses very early. It's uh, a little bit late for pruning roses, but we've had such warm weather that now's the time. And actually, I, I didn't really want to prune them because they're still blooming so beautifully. But if I want to have great blooms by you know, the uh, next month or early April, I have to do this now. Because this last month there's been a lot of warm weather. So the roses, the fruit trees, and the vines, they might have been given a short reprieve, but you got to get out there now and take care of business. And if you live in this, uh, in the La Mirinda or Northern California area within, you know, close to San Francisco and you want any free rose canes, you can email me, Cynthia at garden, goddessgardener.com. Cynthia at goddessgardener.com. I will be having, uh, complimentary rose canes available at my office for anyone who wants them. So here are just a couple of to-dos if you're interested. Beat the winter doldrums by you can force bulbs indoors. You can try paper whites or amaryllis. Our lily of the valley do really well. Uh, you can power up your palate by planting some heart smart greens, such as kale and collard and mustard for super sources of fiber and electrolytes and antioxidants. I did a show on that, and I think it's a good thing to do. Raise your happiness quotient by putting a bouquet of blooms by your bed, and this boosts your optimism and your enthusiasm. Mix perennials into bulb beds for longer-lasting blast splashes of color, and I like fern and hosta as excellent companions as filler foliage. And you know what? I also love to plant parsley in my garden. I think it looks pretty, and then I can pick it and eat it. Um, Occupy a green philosophy and plant something new this year. Plant some kind of ground cover or a perennial that you've never done before. So check out a nursery and see that. And then, you know, when you're pruning or if you have a broken limb due to wind, it used to be that we would buy this special dressing at the hardware store and spray it on. But now research has shown that that can cause more damage and can invite infections into our trees. So just leave... Uh, wounded wood alone, and it'll uh, develop, you know, a, a kind of like a scab on its own and take care of business. And, again, don't depend on the groundhog to determine your early spring because the bottom line there is when male groundhogs await from hibernation, they're not looking for their shadows. They're looking for females. 
like it is Valentine's. Well, when I come back from break, we will be inspired by a midlife roadmap created by author and speaker Roy Richards, and he's going to help men and women discover their passion for living as we chart a new and rewarding life after age 40. So stay with me. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be back in a bit. you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, every week, Be the Star You Are brings you exceptional authors who offer wisdom of the ages, and they make a positive impact on your life. Help keep Be the Star You Are on the air. Make a donation today at www.btsya.com or consider sponsoring the show. Email us info at be the star you are dot org. We appreciate you and we love bringing you this information and entertainment. We call it entertainment infotainment. Well, founder and CEO of Middle Age Renewal Training, Roy Richards, says that he slept walk through most of his life until 2000 when he experienced a profound wake-up call. He is an author, a motivational speaker, a seminar leader, a personal coach and consultant, and his mission is to revitalize careers 
and life experiences of dispirited men and women in their middle years because they can re-energize themselves. They can establish enterprises large and small. His book is life-changing. It's called A Midlife Challenge. Wake up and welcome, Roy, to start the star you are. Glad to be here. Well, thank you so much for writing this book. I mean, I think I really agree with you. I think so many people are sleepwalking through life when all we need to do is take each day anew. But you really have a personal story which propelled you to create this whole new endeavor, this entrepreneurial enterprise that you've been doing since 2000. So tell our listeners a little bit about how you were reborn into this life of passion and purpose and how you felt that you were asleep before that. Well, basically, when I left college and graduate school and I was an officer in the Navy, got out of that and immediately went into a job that I didn't particularly admire, but I got on the corporate treadmill, and I stayed on that treadmill for about the next 17 years, although I did have some uh, nice promotions. I ended up a CFO of a company out in California, actually, but then the company got bought out, and like so many, often happens, I got coughed out by corporate America and then spent the next 15 years miserably uh, performing as a small business entrepreneur and a business owner. But I wasn't really doing what I wanted to be doing, and I just sort of slept walked through life like I described. Back around the turn of the century in 1999, I just happened to be going through some old boxes that I had up in the attic, and I came across some letters and some yearbooks from college and some, some things back in my younger days, and I started recalling all the potential I had back then and the fun I had back then. I had some very interesting relationships with some wonderful ladies and young guys, and I was in some plays, and I loved performing in um, summer theater. I ran track and cross country and did pretty well at that. And I stopped and looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you know, I don't. I have a lot more wrinkles now and I, I'm not as thin as I was back then, but I'm still the same person I was back then and I, I knew I had a lot of potential then. And why have I spent all these years, 30 years or thereabouts, just doing something that I didn't really admire and it's time to get off that kick and, and explore what I can do for the next 30 years or whatever. And that's yeah, and that's, yeah, and the thing about it is is so many people have done so similar because they're saying to themselves, um, you know, I will do this when, when I get married or, you know, or when my children are, are in college or when they move out or when I get a divorce. And the bottom line is, is there's never a right time to begin. You just have to start. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I, that's one of the chapters I wrote deals exactly with the common excuses, the if-onlys, if only I had finished my education, if only I looked better, if only I were thinner, and the when excuse, which often, unfortunately, after years of whens, turns into it could have been. And there's no time like the present. I mean, what what more important task do we have, really, than to renew our lives and start having a positive outlook on the future and start pursuing the dreams that we want to be pursuing. Exactly. And this is what your book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, is all about. Because 
you really outline um, from from the very beginning is how we have to get up and get out and and get moving, believe in ourselves, and have a positive attitude. And I really like um, the, actually the introduction where you have you say it's never too late. So you know today really is the first day of the rest of your life. So it's it is we get people there is no ifs and wins. It's just do it. Yep, that's exactly right. And so for no you way. in uh, both you and your wife Gloria, you work together on this. And yes, we do. You had been feeling you know back in '99 like wow, the best part of my life is over. And then now today you are looking at every day as a new challenge as you're helping other people find what's next in their life. What has been the reaction, Roy, to, you know, your guidance and your advice and, and uh, your book when people find out that, hey, midlife is just that. Uh, there's many more chapters to come. It's been extremely positive from those people that really are willing to sit down and sort of step outside their preconditioned attitudes and start examining just what can be out there once you break down that barrier, those barriers that have been holding you back. And actually, I start the the process by having people look at all the negatives that are in their life as of the current time to ask when those negatives came about, why they came about, what caused them to come about. And once you really understand what those negatives are, sometimes they're not so such huge roadblocks as what you thought, and they can be overcome. Then you start looking at some of the positives, and then I like to go, I like to build the future based on the past, so I suggest people go back and look at some of the golden periods in their lives, intervals, however long when the good really outweighed the bad emotionally, and then you, you start asking, why don't I have these golden periods in my life right now. Of course, some people do, but the people that are missing those golden periods, I like to talk about Budweiser used to have the born-on date. I like to have the went-to-sleep-on date, right. which is the, right. the end of your last golden period. And you start thinking about what happened to all those years in between and why did I miss out on the fun. Well, I think that the key... The key to your book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, is that renewal and change is a good thing. And that if we're not changing and growing and developing, then we are just, we're not happening. Isn't that pretty much true, what you're saying? That's exactly right. When you go back and examine those golden periods, you almost always had a positive outlook, maybe in a naive way in some cases, because you might have been young and inexperienced, but you always look toward a brighter future and you were excited about the future and the potential that you had within. And even people that didn't have any, can't identify any recent golden periods, can go back even to youth if you have to, or you can start visualizing golden periods because the mind's a wonderful device. And if you visualize positive thoughts long enough, that starts becoming your reality after a while. Exactly, because we are what we think about. You have, um, uh, there's so much in your book that I really appreciate, but there's an, there is a section in here that is about an image consistent with the inner you. And what it talks about um, is the transition, and one of the things you say is to continually 
reflect upon the precise positive image you want to project. What are your core values? What are the favorable traits? You know, how do you want others to um, to characterize you? I think it's very, very important to have something like that in, you know, in your repertoire and to look at that because by presenting that positive positive outlook, more people want to be around you. It's like, you know, it's like a win-win. Yes, exactly right. First, you have to convince yourself within that you're positive and excited about the future. Then you have to convince all those people you've been negative around all the years prior that you're no longer that person and that's not the image you want to be. And at some point in time, you may even have to dissociate yourself with certain negative individuals who you considered close friends in the past, but who you've outgrown really with your new positive attitude. And obviously the best thing is if you can bring, well, if it's your spouse or your family members, you want to bring them along. And we talk about procedures and methods to try to do that. But it's it's great if you can renew with other people because the positive experience of two is much greater than trying to do it all alone. Well, and, you know, what you said is very key because when we associate with negative people, we become mirrors of one another. So the more that we are gossiping or making snide remarks or being prejudiced or discriminatory or something like that, that that becomes the person we are, that reflects to other people, and then it just keeps dominoing. Yeah. So we have to really eliminate all these negative forces from our life, even if they are family members. We don't have to get together with them all that much. Yeah, that's true, unless it's your spouse. <laughs> well, then, 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 then we've got to really work on that one, don't yeah, we, Roy? Yeah, that's true. But a good example today of what you don't want to get into, I happen to be listening to talk radio. I won't mention the well-known conservative host, and he said, you know, I don't know how people can smile and be so happy in given the state of the country today. How can anyone smile? <laughs> and I thought, boy, if somebody sits around all the time and listens to talk radio and builds their life around about who might win the next election or what, <laughs> what uh, is going on in Iran or whatever, you're going to have a pretty long and miserable life, or maybe not so long a life, because you might die from stress. Uh, you know, I agree with you, Roy, and that's why I hope people are listening to you right now, right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, because this show, although it's talk radio, is all about bringing positive messages to the airwaves, positive messages around the world, and that's why Roy Richards is on the air with us right now with his book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, because he's been there, done that. And he doesn't want any of you to go through what he did. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can pick up his book, and he has all these different exercises in here, as well as personal stories, that will just really help you get to the next step. Now, I'm kind of going back to something you started at the beginning of your book, Roy, But it, and even though you said it was optional, I think it's a great exercise to do that 30-day emotional diary Tell our listeners a little bit about that exercise, which to me is, a, is an important exercise. Well, if, you don't, if you're not convinced that you're happy or sad, but you're not totally convinced that you're going in the precise direction you want to be going, sit down for 30 days, and when you wake up each morning, just record in your diary, am I happy or sad about what's, what events I expect to transpire today? Am I enthused about what I'm going to do today? 
or the relationship that I have, or am I excited? Say if it's Thursday, am I interested and turned on by going to the PTA meeting? <laughs> if it's Friday night, am I looking forward to a fun-filled weekend with a family, or am I just going to sit around and watch TV? Of course, you might watch Super Bowl Sunday night. That's okay. <laughs> a lot of people but, are going to be on the Super Bowl. But you know what you are just saying about am I excited to get up or am I am excited to the PTA meeting? Something that I took away from your book that I think is important, if we are so embedded in activities that are no longer serving our soul and making us happy, we need to eliminate those. And, you know, that hit home for me. I, I truly remember, Roy, when my children were young and I was on so many committees to help my kids, you know, and part of PTA and Girl Scouts and 4-H and church clubs, and, and I was like the leader of everything, but it was keeping me away from my kids at yeah. night time while I was out there trying to do all these activities to help my kids. And I, it finally dawned on me, I have to say no to some of these because what my goal was was to spend quality time with my children, not quality time with all the other parents. Yeah, if somebody doesn't want to take 30 days to do this, they can also go to our website, www.middleagerenewal.com, and you can pull up this happiness gauge that we offer there, which you can print out and take a little test of about 20 questions, rate yourself on various aspects of your life, whether you're satisfied or not with them, and that kind of gives you a quick It's a great idea. website, middleagerenewal.com. Yeah, it's all just one word. And it's all one word. And, yes, and that way, you know, you don't have to wait on any kind of once-in-a-lifetime inspiration. You can follow um, some of the experiences that you've been through and then take a step, make a step-by-step blueprint. But also I just want to encourage people to pick up a copy of the book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up. The author is Roy Richards, and you also are a speaker and you offer classes and all kinds of good things, so you can, uh, everyone can find out more again at middleagerenewal.com. Uh, you know, like you, I think that every day of our life should be an exciting day, and we have that opportunity to wake up and to restore joy in our life. So I think thank you for removing our blinders and helping us wake up, Roy. Cool. No problem. By the way, that book is available in ebook or printed through Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com if they want to look for it there. So you can go on the Internet, look up the book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, Roy Richards. You know, it sounds like you're a movie star. That's a really good stage name, Roy. <laughs> You're thinking of Roy Rogers. <laughs> I know. I, I love Roy Rogers, but I think Roy Rogers, uh, Roy Richards is, is just as good. Well, thank you so much for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and re-energizing all of us to, you know, get going and to establish our lives and to look at each day as a brand-new adventure because I know I don't want to sleepwalk through my life, and I think that everybody having the opportunity would rather have a very fulfilling life. So a midlife challenge, wake up, Roy Richards. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It is a joy. So I'm awake I'm I'm awake now, Roy. I know you are. I hope everyone else is. Go out and have a glass of wine. I'm going to. Some red wine, like Heather was saying. A glass of wine. Way to go. (laughs) Thank you so much, Roy, for joining me on Star Style Be the Star You Are. Thank you to all the listeners for staying here with me every week as we bring you the pioneers on the planet 
this is a great book, and I want you to wake up. And you can tell how energized I am right now. I feel emotionally fulfilled. And Roy wants to positively challenge you to be the open, confident, dedicated, self-motivated person you were born to be. So until we celebrate next week here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, my name is Cynthia Bryan. I thank our guest, Roy Richards, and I thank my co-host, Heather Brittany. And I thank Brad, who is really only four years old because his birthday is on February 29th. That is our great engineer for engineering our show. Happy birthday coming up. And I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me. And go out in the world and be the star you are. Happy Groundhog Day. Ciao for now. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo. The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.